Welcome to Dark Side Adventures, an 18 and older, not safe for work podcast, where we explore the dark side of sex, the world of kink, fetish, and the BDSM lifestyle. Still need longer hair. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Man, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Man, Dark Side Adventures, episode 21. Woohoo! We're getting up there. Made it over the hump of, of the 2 0, which I'm so happy about. Like, man, we've, we've come a far way. We sure have. But, man, let me at least be um, polite or at least respectful as well so we are your hosts i am edwin i am coco and welcome back to dark side adventures we are so excited to be here and we're excited that you have joined us on this adventure today man like uh today's topic is actually oh this one's a good one but let's at least start with the national holiday coco let's, would you like to take this one absolutely we've got to start it right edwin Happy National Pigs in a Blanket Day. <laughs> yes. Ooh, they're my favorite, though. Wait, which ones do you like? Do you like the ones that are in the croissant? Or do you like the regular, like, small baby ones, like, in the uh, the regular, like, dough? Ooh. Um, I like them both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I have decided that I'm going to make them for dinner. And all I have is pie dough. So we're going to try and see how good that turns out. I'm going to eat pictures. <laughs> We'll get you some pictures. Please. Oh, man. And have you seen, like, at the donut store, those, uh, I don't even know, like, they just look like hot dogs in kolaches, though. The kolaches, yeah. Like, they're like the jumbo kolaches or whatever. Yes, I've seen them. That's that's, that's too much meat in one man's (laughs) mouth. I can't, I can't, bro. Yeah, I'll take the minis all day. Oh my! I didn't know what a kolachki was until I moved to Texas, and I have been all over the United States. Man, those kolachis are like, excuse me, pigs in the blanket, just in case. But they're called kolachis. There's uh, apparently like the sausage ones aren't aren't normal. Apparently, they're like normally with like cream cheese and like something else. So I've had them both ways. I I like the sausage that way. I I like the sausage more. It just uh, has a better spice to it. Yeah. And you know so- how we feel about spicy things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, uh, like, man, some of them have, like, the jalapeno and cheese filling, Ooh, which, yes. I don't know, I think it's good, but sometimes, like, I guess maybe, like, whatever company they're from or, like, however they make them, sometimes it just tastes a little weird sometimes. That's true. Well, and I, I love the taste of jalapenos. I don't normally like jalapenos, though. Unless they're like filled with cream cheese and wrapped in bacon and fried. Um, Not called stuff jalapenos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, like, I like everyone laughs at me. Like, I'll get stuff with jalapenos on it, and I won't ask for them to take it off because I like the taste of jalapeno, like the flavor of jalapeno. But I don't, I don't like jalapenos themselves. So my food will come out, and I'll pick off the jalapenos, and they're like, "You could have asked to have that off." But I want the flavor of it. Yeah, no, just... like, <sighs> no, it is delicious. Like the flavor of jalapeno. But yeah, sometimes I just don't want the spice, especially whenever they're like fresh jalapenos. Dear Jesus, like your tongue is burning. Like, well, it, to some of y'all spice lovers out there, I know he's like, ha ha ha, little baby. But no, that shit burns. I'm not gonna lie. On a happier note, how you been? Like, what's going on with you? <laughs> I've been great. Uh, super busy working crazy crazy hours um what's new with that though i mean that's pretty normal now um i've been going to the gym uh going hiking i've got a beautiful hike planned tomorrow morning um it's just a short one i say it's a short one it's six miles yeah other than that not much i need to spend some time cleaning my house tonight once we're done recording 
doing a bunch of editing, you know, just the normal stuff. Nothing too exciting. Drew, what about you? How was work today? Oh, man. Uh, good and bad. So I I have one of the, what they call the electric rigs. So there's a there's a one with like a motor. So you probably kind of see those guys with like little like reels on the back of the trucks. Yeah. And then like there's like a little like motor next to them that they just like it's a pulley motor. So you just pull it, it starts, whatever. Mine, it, yeah, exactly. Mine's an electric motor. So as soon as I like that, basically got like a pull switch, or yeah, is what it's called. But you pull it, and obviously like it starts. Um, well, I let's just say I wasn't paying attention to like my 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 metal nozzle, and it swung back and just knocked straight off <laughs> the pull. So I'm looking at, it, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, like, so a couple things about me too is I took an electronics um class back at like one of the trade schools in high school so like electronics has always been my thing i was like all right cool i got this no problem so i'm looking at it and i'm like okay so it needs like you know a connector and it also needs like a, a another switch i was like all right no problem so bro i do the rookie thing i go to home depot uh i i see your face right now i know <laughs> so i do I, not see this going well oh god so i go to home depot and I'm looking at, at first I look at the switch on the truck. The truck says I have to have a 75 amp switch, right? Okay. Go to Home Depot and I buy a 10 to 20 amp switch. Uh, I Not also, the same, Bill. Not the same. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me keep going. I, I mean, nothing bad has happened if anybody's wondering. Nothing <laughs> bad has happened. Yeah, so currently, just to speed up the story, I bought a bunch of shit that like, I, I needed to wait on. So now, tomorrow on my day off, I got to go find a few things for the truck uh, that will actually fit and make it work. And then once it works, I should be good. But I'm just saying, rookie, point to be made. Don't go to Home Depot for things like that. Uh, go to Home Depot for fun things, a.k.a. our level one king store is what we like to call it. Yes. Um, well, sometimes like level two. I mean, depending on how far you get. You can go crazy in that store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. for real. But St. Andrew's Cross had the stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was basically my day has basically been my week in a nutshell. So um, I'm just kind of going with the the punches. I had to go to court this week. That was I've never had to go to court on Zoom. But I mean, uh, that's hard. why did you end up in court, bro? That's a whole story for like a whole different day. Okay. But yeah, that's okay. one of those. Hey, if it was that bad, I would have been in jail right I, now. I, I know. <laughs> so anyway, real life stuff. People, hey, sometimes you got to face it. Um, I figure we all go at some time, but, you know. Anyway, um, on a happier note, guys, today's topic is kind of found not just in BDSM, but I feel like it's been found in all of our personal lives at some point. Um. It's it's almost natural. I mean, to every action, thank thank God for um, uh, uh, Newton. But for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and th- there's goods and there's bads. But today's topics or topic is punishment versus punishment. Yes, you hear that second word, punishment, thrown around all of the time, mm-hmm. and it kind of has a negative connotation in a lot of lifestyle groups simply because it's it's used incorrectly and it's confused with punishment um but essentially i guess we should probably explain the biggest difference in what punishment is versus punishment Mm -hmm. and then we'll kind of get into it some more uh, but what punishment is, is basically, basically a mock punishment. Um, it's like you role playing a punishment. Um, one of our articles puts it as, um, it says, punishment is something that encourages a certain behavior while punishment is enforced to stop misbehavior. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of puts it the clearest. Um, punishment is... It's it's the fun, sexy time, but it's not of if somebody likes an over the knees spanking, like 
you can up punishment and pull her over your knee or them over your knee and give them that spanking. But it's it's not meant as a punishment to stop a misbehavior. Uh-huh. I agree. Um, the question is, is what side do we start on today? Oh, um, I say we start on punishment today. Okay. But so. punishment is, um, I don't know. I wouldn't even say it's the most natural. Realistically, I would say punishment is the most natural. But um, punishment, oh, man. I've, punishment can go many ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it is a personal life thing because, like, it, it's almost like, let's say you're drinking, right? Well, you're drinking for fun. But realistically, <laughs> the the more fun you have, uh, um, the the more a different outcome starts to be had. So what what is considered fun, uh, sometimes is a good punishment, depending on if you had a good night, and sometimes it's a bad punishment if you're um, having a hangover. <laughs> but but uh, punishment or punishment to me, uh, or at least punishment in my uh, my stuff is like whenever I am, let's say, doing like a fun scene with somebody where it's just supposed to be like. You know, uh, our chemistry is supposed to just kind of like work out, you know, it's just supposed to be, you know, entertaining also like, you know, uh, a turn on, but, you know, something else where it's everything that I'm doing is, is it seems bad, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like if she says, choke me, I'm not choking her out of anger or anything. I just want to let people know that right now. If I choke her, it's not out of anger. Or if I slap her, it's not out of anger um, or, you know, anything like that. It's just you know that's what they wanted and it was you know it's it's the fun it's the fun type of punishment you know your girl is on the bed um you know she's talking to you all dirty and you're talking to her all dirty and i say turn over girl let me slap that ass she already knows what it's supposed to be it's not supposed to be like oh you did this shit wrong i'm about to slap that ass it's like no i'm about to about to manhandle you that's why i'm slapping that ass so it's it's just completely different than than just like standard punishment like you did this wrong you know yeah well, I think I think the biggest difference is that punishment is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be enjoyable. You're so, both people are supposed to like it. It's not. Whereas punishment's the complete opposite. You're the person being punished is not supposed to enjoy it. Is not supposed to like it. It's supposed to be a deterrent. Um. So punishment to me, that's when I think of punishment, I think of like role playing the uh, teacher and schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah. schoolboy like bend over this desk i'm gonna you know you've been naughty um like that's been a what naughty I, boy but a naughty boy <laughs> um so that's what i think about for for punishment um it's something that's been agreed upon no rule or protocol has been broken um it's something for the enjoyment of all um so that's what I think, or like the nun and the priest, or like, like that's. I imagine those role plays when I think of punishment. Um, so cop and the robber. Yes, cop and the robber. Yep. Yes. Um, so that's that's what I think. Um, it's something like all things and kink. It's something that has been negotiated. It's something that's been talked about. You know what's gonna happen. You're not. You're gonna enjoy it. You're allowed to stay for it out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all for the fun and pleasure. And and sometimes you can have a little bit too much fun, and it could be you know maybe overwhelming too. So, you know, like you were saying with the safe word, you you can you can stop at some point too. So, absolutely. Um, and even even during those scenes, even even during like a CNC scene, like you need to be you need to check in with your partner. You need to have whether it be. Um, I know somebody who like has agreed upon a certain term. They have agreed that when the when their dominant says this kind of thing, it's a yes. This phrase is still like sounds like it's it, it is still within the boundaries of everything, and it still sounds like they're continuing the scene, but it's actually like a actual check in moment. And so that answer needs to be they have they have two answers that like basically it's a, like a script for them so the dominant says the first line and the submissive is allowed to answer one of two ways one say one means like yes i'm okay and the other means no i'm not um and that's 
yes, she has her safe word to use, but that's a way to stay for them to stay within the scene and still check in on how the other is doing. I like that. Yeah. Um, should we should we go to the article? Yeah. We sure can. I'm about to say I know we kind of gave our 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 personal opinions, but um, we can kind of yes. give y'all other ways to look at it. So this first article is from domandsubs.co. Um, it is a blog and it's written by obviously the blog owner. This one is entitled BDSM Guide. What's the difference between punishment and punishment? Um, it states, when you start out in dominance, one of the most confusing things you might face is the concept of punishment versus punishment. It's true that submissive and slave or slave likes to follow the rules and regulations, and they have punishments when they break those rules. But they also want to be spaked for fun, disciplined for fun, flogged for fun. Well, then, is that really a punishment? I agree with that a lot. Like I kind of said earlier, like punishments are not meant to be enjoyed. They suck. They mm-hmm. do, um, but they have their purpose. And but I also you all know I very much like impact. I enjoy being spanked. I enjoy floggers. I have a love-hate relationship with canes. I would say I enjoyed them and master will give me this look. So we'll say I have a love-hate relationship Um, (laughs) because I definitely squirm. But is is that really discipline if I'm enjoying it? Is there ways to make me not enjoy the impact? Yeah, absolutely. But there's definitely a difference in our play be like between master and I of like being spanked for a scene for enjoyment and being spanked for punishment. So this article then goes on to explain punishment. Um, they say it's a trend measure. Punishment is applied when a person breaks the rule that was clearly spelled out. For example, you notice that your submissive looks more beautiful and confident while she wears makeup. And you made a rule that she has to wear makeup at every cost before leaving the house and you tell her clearly. Now, if she breaks that and doesn't wear makeup, you can punish her as you like. Um, I personally think that punishments don't have to be spelled out before. Like rules need to be spelled out. Like this is your rule. You have to do that. You don't have to agree upon like what the punishment for breaking it is at that point. I think that punishments need to fit the crime. Yep. And I think that when a punishment is happening, I believe that you need to kind of spell out why you're doing that punishment. That way, you know, that way as a submissive, I know what punishment I've taken or like what, what I've done to incur this punishment. So I know that you're not just doing it out of some misguided because you want to, because that's abuse. No, agreed. That's abuse. and don't do it out of anger. I just keep I just keep wanting to reiterate that. Yes, so yes. No one should ever be punished out of anger. They can they can be upset, but if they are angry and they are upset, like punishments should not be negatively emotional. They can be cathartic, which becomes emotional. But if you're being punished and the person doing the punishment enforcing the punishment that's the way i want to say if the person enforcing the punishment is angry or upset they need to take a cool out period because that's not okay in the article it says punishment shouldn't be given if you haven't provided message message clearly or there was some kind of confusion also punishment should fit the crime agreed a good dominant always keeps his or her words like if they said there that there will be a punishment then you need to give it if you allow things to slide too often, it will give a negative message that you don't care about the rules. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Consistency in all things. But what is the purpose of spanking her ass as a punishment if she loves it? Actually, you need to be a little creative and punish in a way that will force her or him to follow the rules in the future. Um, it then goes on to give some examples of what you could do. Some possible punishments for the makeup example that they gave earlier. Some of them... Like, as I read them, I guess I should put it out there. I enjoy wearing makeup, but I'm not a person that wears makeup often. Um, I only wear it for me. Even, like, when I'm getting all dressed up because I'm going on a date with Master, I wear it for me. Like lipstick. Yes. 
I think everyone's talking about my black lipstick. <laughs> so I wear, for me, master can request that I wear makeup and I will happily oblige, but it's it's because I want to oblige, not because... He wants you to. Not because he wants yeah. to. And I mean, it's one of those things that I want to do what he wants. So yeah. yes, if he asks me to wear makeup or if he asks me to wear my black lipstick, most of the time I ask him what lipstick to wear. Um, so some of these on here wouldn't wouldn't bother me at all um especially one of the the last one is when you see her in public with a bare face ask her to take a picture immediately and then upload it to her favorite social media website make sure that she doesn't use any filters or make special poses i don't i mean (laughs) that one would have no effect on me because i don't i like don't use filters also, I don't really use social media, but I don't use filters. I wouldn't like it wouldn't bother me that my picture was out there like that. So that wouldn't be a punishment that would be fitting for me in this instance. One that would probably work is the um, third one. Lock her in the bathroom with hundreds of to- or tutorials of makeup and tell her that you will unlock it when she's done with all the tutorials. Damn. <laughs> that one would probably work on me. Um, but punishments need to be they need to fit the crime and they need they need to be a deterrent to keep you from wanting to continue to do that thing oh no i agree 100 percent. it should reinforce good values and good virtues as well as good morals so um never for bad and if it ever happens to be bad um then then the true reason why the the punishment even happened um what's the way i'm looking for um the true reason for why the punishment happened um wasn't truly for any betterment is what i wanted to say well that goes back to what dr Payne and kent merlot and princess Payne were talking about is that you always add you don't subtract in a relationship Mm -hmm. and so if they are if they are punishing for something that wasn't clearly spelled out. If they aren't telling you why you're being punished, if it's not an agreed upon rule, if it's not a protocol that you broke, then you, they are taking something away and they are not adding because punishments are supposed to, like you said, are supposed to enforce the good behaviors and reinforce not wanting to do the bad behaviors. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So. And then the article goes on to describe punishment. The fun part. The fun part. (laughs) It says, um, when you know that your sub likes to get spanked over the knee, you can create a punishment that resolves around the spanking. A proper and effective punishment is something both partners enjoy. Of course, there can be certain role playing, but there is no behavior modification. You are not teaching any particular lesson, right? And that's what we're talking about. There's there's nothing to actually be be taught or be resolved. Um, sometimes you see that some members of the BDSM community take the phrase punishment as dis- as a disgusting. Coco was talking about that earlier. Uh, it happens because the misconceptions and wrong use of this phrase. When you have a submissive who is ready to face any punishment, in fact, she insists for punishment, but she's not ready for an SM, but she's not ready for an SM play. It results in a divide in communication, which makes a lot of sense. SM in this instance is the sadomasochist. Yeah. Play, just so you know. Because if uh, that's what that's what Coco is basically reiterating what Coco says. Uh, you know, if she enjoys it, then it's not really a a punishment at that point is just for fun or, or like they say why would why would you give a punishment that somebody would like you know if you rob a bank they're like oh well you don't have to go to jail we'll just give you a bunch of candy to rot your teeth like nobody's gonna get bad at that like oh i get candy at least you know what i mean like oh i have to go to jail i just get candy like it doesn't deter you from not robbing another bank right you're like we get more candy if we rob another one but um it's basically just the the premise that, that they're going for here but um punishment can be used in different ways um and and in the case of the article says if you wanted to make a make her bend over the knees and make her ass red to straighten her out you know do it in this relationship you are in charge and allowed to do whatever you know you do whatever you find exciting for both of you so 
Um, if she maybe just wants a couple smacks for a turn on or, you know, some of them like their ass red and then they uh, jump on you like a wild monkey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's funish bit. So as long as everybody is consented, everybody is having fun and, you know, obviously it's enjoyable then that's you know punishment but even punishment has um i mean it's it's supposed to prove a point but sometimes it's it's it has its own type of fun because it's almost like a bonding thing as well so uh it's another way to look at it if you will so punishment may seem bad but uh, if you think about it from the way of like you know a bonding type thing where it's like okay this person is holding me accountable you know for my actions or whatever it is like that's you know in in some cases you know for women that's a sexy trait you know, for men, it's, you know, being the person that, you know, they're willing to listen to and actually take the punishment. That's the turn on for them. So I say this, obviously, like men and women, you know, it could be person in person in, in other mean, cases. You mean top and bottom in this case? Yeah. So. yeah. Um, it also says in this article, in simple words, punishment could be fi- defined as play. Sure. It is a different type of play. It doesn't look like what most people would consider a play. It is a kind of fake punishment that helps both the dominant and the submissive in getting turned on mm-hmm. that kind of encircles all of it right <laughs> sums it all up sums it all up that's the words i was looking for circles <sighs> it all <sighs> um <laughs> so we We wanted to kind of put out there the difference between the two because you will hear them thrown around. Um, I don't typically play in punishment. It's not, it's it's not my cup of tea. Um, I don't I don't like to mix the two, but that's okay. It's not my kink, and that's okay. It can totally be your kink, and that's that's perfect too. Enjoy what you like. So, but we wanted to put it out there because, like I said, a lot of times punishment is kind of looked down upon, and that's it is because it's it's been used incorrectly, and it's it's like brats. Uh-huh. We've kind of talked it over before. Um, brats aren't really like a brats is a debatable thing, and there's the respect versus the disrespect in it, and we've talked about it before. But it's kind of the same with with punishment and punishment. Uh-huh. Um, that you know punishment is it's it's an agreed upon thing that's not an it's an agreed upon scene um you know if you if you want to play that you know you get caught in the kitchen with your hand in the cookie jar and you weren't supposed to have a cookie and now you uh, now you get to put lean over the counter you're like that's totally fine that's totally fine but there's, <laughs> there's a difference between like actually sneaking a cookie when you're not supposed to have it and and getting a punishment and like being caught with your hand in the cookie jar because you want some sexy fun. Mm. I hope it was worth the cookies. <laughs> 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 oh man, but uh ooh, girl, we got a second article here. We do. Um, man, like it says well, okay. First, sh- shout out to the BDSM training academy.com. Um, uh, but this one just kind of goes over some um, scenarios, if you will, of of the different different ones between punishment and punishment. And we we kind of I feel like we kind of you know uh, glossed over or not even glossed over. I mean, we kind of scratched it a little bit um, on a few like scenarios, you know, the bedroom or you know um, you know punishment for discipline. Um, but I, at least this one kind of gives like. I would probably say examples that are more in depth than what we were talking about. In here, it says the point of punishment is to link the inappropriate behavior with the feelings of the unpleasant punishment, which will occur if behavior is repeated. This allows people to learn some more, learn more effectively from punishment than others from their mistakes. So they will remember to not let it happen again. So again, we kind of said that before, like that's what the punishment is for. It's, it's to encourage you and enforce that the behavior you had was inappropriate and not to do it again. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple 
Well, I guess there, there's rules and scenarios in this one, but the first one says punishment training should only be incorporated into long-term dom sub or master slash mistress slash slave uh, relationship. Going out and punishing someone who you don't know, who doesn't understand your rules is abusive. Agreed. Again, it goes back to the, you need to agree upon rules and have them clearly set out. Because if they don't know that's your role, then you you can't punish them for not knowing. Especially mm. if it's your fault for not telling them. Yep, true. Um, the second one, a submissive or slave must want and desire a change in their behavior. Otherwise, the punishment's ineffective. Yep. And you have somebody who is, I mean, you could consider, you know, they don't really care about the relationship if they're not trying to um, either fix behavior or, or get better at that behavior. Number three says, like everything in BDSM, a long discussion must be had of what can and can't be included in the relationship. Just as on and off limits list is created for BDSM activities, so must the list be created for punishments that will be allowed and will not be allowed. Goes back to the whole negotiation and what is a hard and soft limit for you. Mm-hmm. All people involved in the relationship must agree to punishments being administered. True. Um, I mean, that goes back to communication and negotiation as well. Like, this is what we will and what we won't tolerate. Like, this is where we're trying to get to. Um, and this is how we'll get there. And if anything happens or we can't meet that, these are the punishments. And if we can't meet those and the punishment isn't working, we might just have to do the worst of the worst, which is dissolve the relationship. Exactly. And it's okay to not want punishment for certain things. And if that means that this dynamic isn't for you, then that means that that dynamic isn't for you. And that's, that's for the best, mm-hmm. but you definitely need to agree that pun- you need to agree that punishments would be part of your dynamic and your relationship before punishments became were doled out. Mm-hmm. Um, five, a specific and clear set of rules must be established that are understood by both dominant and submissive. It is important that both dominant and submissive stick to the agreed upon rules. A dominant changing rules without informing a submissive is a sign of, is cruel on a sign of weak dominant. That's and a sign of abuse. I was going to say manipulation, but that, but both. Exactly. That's definitely manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, if a safe word is called at any time during the administration of a punishment, everything must stop. A safe word is a signal that the submissive is in extreme distress and they can no longer handle what is going on. Ignoring this cry for help is abusive. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I, Somebody telling you no is no is no is still no at the end of the day, no matter which way they're saying no, whether it be safe word or, or actual no. Exactly. And there's people out there that say you can't safe word out of a punishment. And I I can sort of understand where they're coming from. Basically, they're saying that, you know, if you have earned a punishment, then you deserve a punishment. And like safe wording out of that as a form of manipulation to get out of a punishment is not okay. Mm-hmm. however if during a punishment you have hit your limits and you are in extreme distress and can no longer handle what's going on use your safe word because that is important um and part of that means that you know the punishment was effective and maybe even too effective mm-hmm. so um seven punishments must never be administered by the dominant while angry do we need to say it again? Punishments must never be administered by the dominant while angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is important punishments come from the dominant while level-headed with a focus on correction, not venting anger upon the submissive. Agreed. So uh, now, Once again, know the reason for the punishment. Exactly. Your reason isn't to uh, uh, get emotional relief. <laughs> nobody can learn from punishment alone in the end proper behavior must be shown and or taught to the submissive so they can learn from their mistakes a strong dominant leads by example not solely by punishment agreed 100 percent. it bothers me a lot when people are like you know do what i say not what i do uh-huh. well i'm learning by what you're doing and if you aren't an example of it then 
you obviously don't hold that to a high enough standard or you don't hold that thing to a high enough importance that you would follow through on it either. Agreed. And last but not least, we always talk about aftercare, but proper aftercare, love, support, and comfort should always be given after a punishment. As a dominant, you know, with or without, well, wait, W, we, help here. No, oh, no, well, this, no, as a dominant, we protect and care for our submissives. What Edwin is tripping over, there are people in the lifestyle who, we've kind of talked about it before, who will, when referring to both submissives and dominants, will use a capital in the first letter and the slash and then the lowercase. So Edwin's saying W slash and then we, so he's like, with we, huh? Okay, yeah, that makes sense, actually. We you know, uh, protect our uh, submissives in time when they are down. We help pick them back up and show them their uh, tro- show them their true strength. So I agree, betterment, and that's really all BDSM is about. You know, coming into faith and being better. Which, sad to say, I feel like a lot of people get very um, complacent. But <laughs> I think, but to be fair though, I feel like we all get complacent at times in BDSM. But as long as we're picking it back up, is is the biggest thing. So we all get complacent in anything in life. So it's true. And there are times where complacency for a certain reason is okay if mm-hmm. you're focusing on something else. But as long as you come back and continue to grow, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely need aftercare and love and support after punishment because your punishment means that you have been forgiven for the transgression. You have you have literally taken your punishment. Yep. And that means that you have learned your lesson and you have atoned for it. So if you aren't given aftercare and support after the punishment and are just kind of left to your own devices, that's hard and not okay. Definitely not okay. Um, uh, we talked about this in our aftercare episode. Everybody needs aftercare. It, it, it Even tops and bottoms, you know, tops, bottoms, and everybody in between, we all need aftercare. So don't ever throw that out of... Um, Throw that out of your routine. We'll just call it a routine because that's what it should be. It should just be part of part of it always. So, exactly. Um, it says when it comes to DS conversations, most people will immediately think of the punishment part of the equation. With that said, it should be noted that rewarding good behavior tends to work better when it comes to influencing most people's behavior, as it is a natural tendency and for most humans to lean towards things that they like, enjoy, and makes them feel good. A little bit of praise and reward for a good behavior is can be really helpful and can prevent others from prevent you from um purposely breaking a rule or accidentally breaking a rule Uh i mean we kind of touched on why the punishment is always necessary but here in the article it's you know in the course of training a slave you will need to correct things that you and your submissive slaves dislike in their behavior and want to change. This might be things like attitude or complaining as an example. If you want a slave to be silent and only speak when spoken to, you need to give some sort of punishment in order to give that get that point across if the slave submissive does speak out of turn. But normally that would, in my, my opinion, that would probably be worked out ahead of time, you know, in the, in the negotiation. But um, just in case they don't get it, then that would make sense. Um, some masters are stricter than others when it comes to naming uh, punishable offenses. What can help is having a clear list of things that the slave needs to do and a clear list of consequences for that for those for the things that are not done as required. Of course, the list can be adjusted for the situation, but um, it's currently giving us a few uh, a few other reasons that a slave might be punished. So, not showing proper respect. Um, that's protocol or, or part of protocol at, at all times. Um, one of the earlier things in one of our earlier episodes that Coco touched on was honorifics and, you know, making sure to show those honorifics and, you know, just like, sir, we had talked about it before, you know, the difference between lowercase sir and, uh, you know, uppercase sir, you know, some of them deserve it and some of them just try and be bratty with, you know, bratty with it as well. So not showing proper respect. That lying. That yep. Is- a Never big one <laughs> a big one uh, not communicating properly not asking for 
permission on something that was agreed upon that you like ask permission for not completing a task refusals to do tasks despite asking for those tasks mm-hmm. um, incorrect completion of tasks leaving an area messy not performing a position correctly forgetting an errand or a request and those are just some of the ones that they suggest mm-hmm. the list is long and it could go on and on and on Uh master bishop says the point is to have a clear if you don't do this this will happen system while training a slave this way there are clear expectations and clear consequences 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 for missed expectations we're we're gonna take that as quantifiable consequences (laughs) definitely we'll take it (laughs) (laughs) it's imperative that these punishments for when things are not done or agree as agreed upon by both partners there are two key components that need to be addressed when it comes to discipline and punishment and that's that both the dominant and submissive must agree on the rule that will be followed in the relationship these rules are usually outlined in a contract and that both partners agree to whether that contract be verbal or written um so you have to agree to the rules and both the dominant and submissive must agree on the punishments that are allowed to be used when a rule is broken True. Without this, you cannot punish a submissive. Not having clear rules or guidelines can be confusing for the submissive and lead to resentment. Um, it's also, like Edwin said earlier, it's manipulative. It is manipulation. If one person knows what the other one does, it that's that's manipulation to a point. So there's there's actually another way that you can like another important aspect of punishment and why you should punishment. Um, you can use it to help the slave stay focused on their goals and desires, and the ensuring punishments follow suit if they aren't. Always make sure you explain why you're punishing before each punishment. Um, it's super essential because that helps that help the submissive connect the reason of why they're being punished to their goal. And it's really beneficial. Um, uh-huh. For example, Master and I currently have, um, I have, I have fallen behind on editing with everything going on li- on life. I just haven't been doing it and I haven't wanted to do it but I know it's something I need to do. So master and I sat down and my goal is to catch up on all of my editing. Uh And so I have deadlines for my editing. And when I don't follow through on them, I get a punishment that is fitting to the crime. For example, Monday, I got home from work and instead of editing, I decided it would be a great idea to uh, stare at my computer and scroll through TikTok instead. Um, and so I got some good TikToks though. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Which is it, which is something Edwin and I have talked about doing, but I also needed to edit. And so I went to master and went, so I did some editing, but I didn't finish what I had agreed upon to do tonight. Um, I was on my phone instead. I was staring off of the space instead. I wasn't, I wasn't concentrating. And so my example, which fit my crime, was to have to go 90 minutes without my phone. Oh. Yeah, so it it definitely motivated me during that time to not scroll through TikTok or not sit there and watch YouTubes or search this or search that. And instead, I was able to actually edit. Get it, get it done. Yes. Yes, I got it done. <laughs> and that is why. So... Uh, you you kind of touched on it. Uh, I mean, you, you basically already made all the points, if anything. But um, you know, it's basically it's helping. Pr- it's it's boosts progress uh, with um, with a a negative reward is the best way to put it. So it motivates you to definitely do what you need to do, so you don't have to meet those uh, negative uh, what do they call it? Uh, negative uh, reinforcements. There we go. And it's. Um, another thing to think about when you're deciding on a punishment is, is this the first infraction? Is this the third infraction? Has this oh. happened 10 times? Is it like the second infraction? Because for the first, I say for the first three infractions, your punishment steadily gets worse, which is why mine was only no phone for 90 minutes. That oh. was my very first infraction. But if I continue to do it, my infractions and my punishments will be worse. My consequences will get worse. If it's like the 10th or 20th time somebody has broken this rule, then you need to sit down and figure out the reason behind them breaking this rule. Yep. Is it them doing it on purpose? 
Is it that the role it needs to be tweaked? Is it that they only ju- like grudgingly agree to this rule and they don't actually want this rule? Like what what is it? Why are they breaking this? Because that needs to be more of a consequence. Like that needs to be more of a conversation before punishment happens. Agreed. The one caveat on and that is when your dominant is angry and needs a break to cool down. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So but other than that, it should it should happen as soon as 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 possible. It, this is done in order to maintain the sense of connection between the wrongdoing and the punishment. So you can make that connection to, between the two. Um, when it's spread out, you don't make as strong of a connection. And guys, just to let you know, this can go on both sides um, with, you know, submissives and dominance. So dominance can end up, you know, just like Dr. Payne was saying, where he would lose, you know, privileges to his phone you know, on, on certain times or, you know, things like that. This kind of just goes on to like, you know, give you more insight on how to like punish a slave. Lectures, corner time, mm-hmm. corner time suck. When you do this, make sure you give them a specific time and make sure that you remind them to think of, think of what they've done wrong, wrong to warrant this as punishment. You can write lines, write an apology letter, lots of privileges. You can, and you can do this to more than just like Oh, you've lost your cell phone. Um, access to their favorite body part. Um, like I, I love sitting at master's feet. Like he'll sit on the couch or his chair, and I'll just like sit at his knees on the ground, and I love that. And like, if I were ever to deserve a punishment where I couldn't sit at his feet and I had to sit like a couch seat down on the floor, I would be very, very sad. Um, <laughs> loss of daily amenities you can't eat at the table with your dominant you don't get to use utensils no furniture like we've talked about before you can even hold back on orgasms mm-hmm. the denial baby you can do a, what's called a collar punishment i think i think that one's probably a little bit more threatening to to most submissives <laughs> this one is kind of borders on it it would it would depend so basically it's not taking away the color completely and switching it out. The article says if a submissive is not behaving up to the standards of their title and color, you can simply remove the color and replace it with a color that you feel they need to retrain in. Especially, essentially you're you're demoting them and giving them the chance to learn it back. And that can be like that can be very humiliating and humbling. Uh-huh. Um, it's a strict punishment showing the submissive that you disappointed them and that they obviously need to relearn some basic skills that they should have already mastered their desire to get their old collar title and their dominance approval back should snap them into order give her give them the rookie collar well i mean th- that kind of wraps up most of it there's tons more in this article definitely give it a look we'll put it in the uh, bio below yeah but that's a good a good start for it any any takeaways lots of takeaways but i think i'm just gonna go back to my pretty standard make sure you advocate in the beginning make sure you vet that you you vet what punishments will look like and what rules and protocols are nobody wants a punishment they suck (laughs) they do nobody wants it but it's worth it to be it, it's worth it it's it's okay to be wrong and to do things wrong on accident or unintentionally because you know we're all human we're all gonna have issues we're all gonna have mistakes and that's okay i definitely am one for admitting your mistakes even before prompting such as with the editing master hadn't even asked how it went and i went so i didn't do it uh, uh, and i did I, I sent my good night message and then i was like i need to tell you and I told him, and I mean, he was already asleep. So he, he would have no idea. I could have stayed up past my bedtime and done it and just not told him. But I was like, no, that's my, that's my takeaway. Um, punishments are typically less if you admit to the crime before they have to drag it out of you. No, that's true. Um, I mean, for me, I got like two takeaways, which I feel like the more, the more we kind of go over this stuff, like the more like, I start to like incorporate i mean the things that like i already knew but now it's like i see the the, the value you know what i mean yeah. so uh you know for this one it's like you know holding both people accountable you know definitely holding both people accountable um of course starting small 
you know, for, for those punishments as well. Like, I don't think you should just jump, you know, go a hundred miles an hour, you know, start small, make sure that, you know, um, you're handling everything that is, is necessary. Then you just kind of work up from there. But obviously the more, the more rules you make, remember the more punishments you can get. Mm-hmm. So just, just be wary of that. Um, steps into it. Agreed. And then for this one, like this one too, um, it, it, it makes me want to be more specific with how I set up my dynamics now, because now it's like, now I shouldn't have any room necessarily for error or for, you know, any type of like real failure, if you will. So, um, you know, just kind of knowing and making sure that like, all right, what needs me to be met? So we'll start, out, we'll start there. And then what are the punishment for those needs? Because obviously those are going to be the worst needs, always the worst wants. Uh, you can kind of so-so on it, but you know what I mean? But those are things that, like we were talking about, some are negotiable, some are non-negotiables. And if it's a non-negotiable, how should that be punished? You know what I mean? Exactly. So um, that type of thing. But those are my my two main takeaways from there. So this one, um, I wouldn't necessarily say it hit me hard, but it did hit me home. Uh, I'll agree with that. Well, it's definitely enlight- enlightening. Yeah, because we don't really we don't really talk too much about punishments. You kind of hear about it but you don't actually know what kind of goes into it. So this was actually real nice. Exactly. It's something you hear about through the grapevine. It's not something you, it's one of those secrets you hear about. You don't, you don't talk about it in polite company. Right. <laughs> it's, grandma's here. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dinner. It's, uh, it's, it's not a, a dinner party conversation. A lot of it's not a dinner party conversation. <laughs> to some great dinner parties and if that's not the conversations you have <laughs> look i i've had conversations i wish i could walk myself out of over that one. fair enough fair enough <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh any shameless plugs oh lots of shameless plugs uh we are on twitter dark s adventures we are on tiktok click down below for our uh, our username yeah um we are on podbean at dark side adventures we're on spotify dark side adventures we're on easier and iHeartRadio and pandora and google and uh amazon podcasts oh. still oh. working on apple <laughs> being a brat what you said skeezers you said skeezers Deezers with a D. <laughs> we're all we're all Deezers as well, guys. So, uh, man, come check all of us out. You know, download some podcasts if you need to take them with you. And man, we appreciate you guys. Everybody who's listened, everybody who's downloaded, everybody who's followed. Because uh, I got punched in the face today, realizing that we actually do have followers. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And like, I appreciate you guys. And obviously, like, more to come. We had like a little powwow. I wouldn't even call it like a powwow. It's definitely a um, uh, a cleanup or housekeeping uh, yes. between us to get some more things going for you guys. So, uh, if you like us now, you'll definitely be seeing a lot more of us in the future. Absolutely. Feel free to leave comments, suggestions, clarifications, topics you want us to research and share. Hell, if you want to be on here and share a topic, <laughs> email us at ourdarksideadventures at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. And as always, we appreciate y'all. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Adios. Bye.